This is The Vibe Guide. I'm your host and intuitive life coach, Caroline. This is a podcast around sharing inspiration, information, tips and tricks around spirituality, personal development, intuition, and much more. So join me and let's set the vibe. Hey guys, welcome back to The Vibe Guide. So I hope everyone's having a wonderful week. Um, I know since the last time I had an episode, um, I've had a pretty chill couple of weeks, nothing um, too exciting happening. I did go back to three days a week at my nursing job. So that's really nice and gives me a little bit more time to put into other things that I want to do. Because that's one of the things that I promised myself when I went back into nursing that um, it wouldn't take over my whole life like it has before, um, because it's really, really, really important for me to have time to do things outside of work that really, um, that I enjoy. So I, as you guys know, I'm taking that, um, manifestation course and I've been kind of trickling along with that. I also started an astrology course. So that's been really fun. It's actually a very specific piece of astrology because, you know, I can't just do anything normally, regularly. I just, I don't know what's wrong with me, but it's this form of astrology called, um, or it's not a form of astrology. I guess it's just like a subset of astrology. Um, and it's looking at what's called zodiacal releasing. So it's getting really specific about all the dates that are in your life and looking at peak periods that you might have had or periods that weren't as significant. Um, And so it has been so interesting. I just started, it's only um, a month long course. um, And you don't have to know any, you know, astrology, really, she teaches you a lot of the basic stuff. So um, a lot of memorization and things like that, which I'm not really getting heavy into. I'm, I'm doing this for fun, not for, you know, to be able to do birth chart readings and natal chart readings and all that kind of stuff. I'm not, um, that's not the plan. I just find it so interesting. And I love astrology. So learning more about it is just fun to me. Um, And so I actually, um, because she suggests like, because there's four levels. So the fourth level is really like the sentences of your life is how she describes it. So it can get really specific. And if you're a big journaler, then it's really cool, because you can go back, like, say you journal every single day, Um, you can go back and look up that date and see whether or not it was kind of like a peak period for you, what sign it was in, you know, how it affected you and your chart, and go back and look at it and like, maybe go back to your diary and be like, Oh, that makes sense. Like I was like doing that that day, or I was really down that day or so it's been really interesting. So I've been going back and doing that not that specific, um, because I didn't really journal until I was in my late 20s. So I kind of went back through some old albums um, photo albums. I got my old MacBook from 2009 working that you can't even it's black, you can't even get black MacBooks anymore. It's just my favorite thing, but it is definitely old. <laughs> so I went back and thank God I had all my old photos on there. Um, so I went back and just looked through the years and um, kind of put it together with my zodiacal releasing chart. And it just was really, really, really cool. So there were some dates that were specific, like that were dead on about certain things. Um, and then other times it was more of like within the the time period that it said I would have a peak time or like, and peak is not like good or bad. It's just like maybe there's more energy, there's more things happening. Um, like college, you know, going into college was a peak period for me. 
Um, basically, my peak period was from the day I was born until I was 30. So 2020. So from 1990 to 2020 was a huge peak period for me, um, which I feel like that I do actually feel like I've kind of come over the mountaintop a little bit. Um, and not everybody's charts the same. And we've all heard of like Saturn return that starts to happen usually around like 29 years old. Um, and you have these really big you know, moments in life that really shift and change your perspective on life and um, really how you go about life. You have kind of these monumental things that happen Um, or not, you know, it's up to you. I don't, (laughs) I don't know if everyone does, but I know, I think most people do, which is whether or not you're aware that you're in that kind of Saturn return era. But anyways, I to to see that I had that uh, like a peak period for me and Taurus is one of my signs that is peak energy um, to see that I had it for 30 years of my life. I'm like, damn, no wonder why I'm so tired. Like, (laughs) it makes sense. But I, I really do feel like I really did have my Saturn return. I think I'm just getting out of it. So I think mine started at 30, which is a little bit later. Um, than some people. And I think now that I'm 33, I think I'm just kind of out of that era. And because my life has changed so dramatically, and I've learned so much about myself. Um, And I really do feel like I'm in the best place of my life at 33. Um, And so I feel like it's only really up from here, because I'm just so solid in myself. Um, And I also think that comes with age. But Looking at astrology, it's just very, very, very cool and very interesting. And it also brings up that conversation of like, you know, do we have control over this thing we call life? You know, do we have free choice? Do we have free will? Like, it's just very, it just brings up a lot of questions for me. And I love those kinds of questions. I'm very, you know, kind of a deep thinker. I think that's my Aquarius moon. Um, I like to get into those questions and really think about it. And you know, all the philosophy courses I took in college, and I just loved it. I ate it up. I thought it was so interesting um, to think about those questions and just kind of ponder the existence of, you know, human beings, like what is what is going on. And then I think that's why I'm also into quantum physics and just such big picture things. And it relates back to I think astrology in my birth chart. And I am a Sagittarius um, sun. And Sagittarius is all about big and big picture and lots of energy. And, you know, Jupiter is the planet that rules Sagittarius. So everything Jupiter touches, it just expands. And so I just think that that my charts, it always resonates with me. The more and more I learn about it, I'm just like, Oh, my God, yeah, that makes sense. Like, why I think that way, or why I do what I do, or, you know, these bad habits that I have, or (laughs) all the things. So anyways, very long winded um, explanation about zodiacal releasing, but I'm really enjoying the course. And um, it is Helena Woods, she teaches it she is like a bright, bubbly, little source of sunshine in the world. She is I found her while I was in France, actually. And it was just um, I found her really inspiring because she really is truly like, you know, she she is who she is. And she puts that out on social media. If you don't like rainbows and sunshine, and you think that's corny or whatever, you're not into that energy, you're not going to be into her. But I just found it really refreshing because the time that I found her, 
um, which was just like another person kind of plopped in my life because I was looking at astrocartography, which is, um, you know, astrology put to your, um, or sorry, your birth chart put to like the map of the world. And it's kind of like based on your birth chart, where in the world is going to be some of the better places for you to live or places that might bring out these aspects of your life versus another area like that kind of thing. Like, for example, Greece, which I didn't know this until after I booked to go to Greece, I found astrocartography. And I found it through her. So I started doing all this research on my birth birth chart. And while I was in Greece, Greece is a huge place for me for healing. And I think it, you know, it's known for that in general, but in my birth chart, um, I forget what it is specifically. I think it's my Chiron. It goes right through Greece and specifically Crete because I'd never been to Crete before. And you guys know how much I raved about Crete. I was like crying, bawling when I left. Like I was so upset. The goal in life would be to have a home in Crete because I just, it's everything. I love it so much. Um, so it just looking at that, I was like, whoa, you know, and that also plays into your intuition. Like I just felt drawn to Greece. I felt like at the time of my breakup and moving from France, I just felt like that was the energy that I wanted. I remember the last place that I really felt good. Um, and like culturally, just, you know, in a location, you know, where I felt really good. And, you know, I wanted to stay in Europe. So the last place I remember was Greece. And I was like, Oh, well, that's where I'm gonna go. And then I'd never been to Crete. So I decided to go to Crete. Um, and so I just followed my intuition, I followed my guidance, my inner knowing. And it just so happened that, you know, when I looked at a birth chart, it matched with that, too. So I was like, Whoa, okay, so follow your intuition. You know, it's all kind of divinely orchestrated. I do think, you know, going back to that question, I do think we have choice. And I think it um, can alter our destiny or our fate. Um, but I ultimately do believe that whatever is meant for you will not pass you. I think it will continue to show itself. And then you have the choice to make over and over and over again, whether, you know, you choose to take that route or go a different route. So um, I think it's a nice mixture as in as everything in life. I think it's a nice balance um, with kind of free choice and, and fate and destiny. And, you know, is everything already divinely timed for us, which I think so, because looking at my zodiacal releasing chart it's just very very fascinating um and specific dates and how they timed up with my life and what was going on and looking back at my journals and so anyways huge tangent but um her name is Helena Woods and she does she is an astrologer she um is kind of a niche in astrocartography but she also is really into zodiacal releasing and Hellenistic version of astrology so um, which is the ancient version of astrology, not the modern version of astrology. So anyways, I could talk on and on and on and on and on about astrology. I love it so much. And I just find it so fascinating. So um, yeah, if you guys have any good resources or books or whatever, let me know, reach out to me because I, this is kind of one of my, one of my interests right now. So um, other than that, I have just had a really chill couple of weeks I have been you know I don't know what have I been doing working out you know I love making food I've been making my sourdough bread I've been trying out new and different recipes I've been trying to cut out meat so um actually my dad gave me a cookbook and I actually forget who it is completely so it's kind of pointless in even talking about it <laughs> 
but he's a famous chef and the whole book is just about vegetables and um, different recipes for that. So I've been diving into that cookbook. So that's super fun. And getting back into I've been, um, if you follow me on Instagram, I've been putting a lot more content on Instagram. I'm just kind of moving into just what calls to me what I love to do. And I've been making so many like beauty inspired, like hair, makeup, skincare, um, those kinds of videos. And I just love it. I'm having so much fun with it. And for some reason, I don't know if the universe heard me about the technology piece. And like, I was just not thrilled about that. But you guys, I don't know if it's artificial intelligence. But when I go on to make a video now on Instagram or a reel, it literally chunks it down and breaks it up into like a 90 second video and puts music with it. And then I can just go back in and be like, oh, I want to expand that section or make that section a little smaller. Like it's so seamless. Whereas before you'd have to like take each video and like put it in and then edit that each particular video and blah, 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 blah. And it took so long and it would just like give me a headache and I couldn't do it. So now I don't know what happened. But you guys, it is like, it's so easy to do. So I'm actually really, really, really enjoying it. And so I'm going to continue to do that until I'm maybe I don't enjoy it anymore. I don't really see that happening because I love this shit. But <laughs> so I'm just having fun experimenting, getting into things that really bring me joy in life. And now that I'm only working three days a week, I'm all I'm all game and I'm here and I have loads of time. So I'm excited. Um, the purpose of this episode, I wanted to jump into um, breath work because I experienced that. Um, and if you follow me on Instagram as well, I had mentioned it um, in one of my Instagram stories that I was going to do an episode about the breath work course that I did. Um, so I just wanted to talk a little bit about it and my experience with it because um, I've only done it a couple of times. But I, it's just really, really, really helped me um, and helped my nervous system. So basically, you know, I'm not an expert, um, but what breath work does is basically calms your nervous system down and specific type of breathing. And there are different techniques that you can do. Um, there's like, you know, more experienced people, I believe that their, their um, rhythm of breathing is a lot faster so it kind of just depends on where you are on the scale. Like if you're new, you kind of take it easy because you're still trying to focus on the breath and like making sure you're breathing correctly um, because there is a technique to it. So that's kind of where I am. I'm not like an expert by any means, but I had done it once before. Um, it's probably about four or five years ago. And I don't really know what pulled me to try breath work um, session. It was one-on-one -on -one and I felt like I, I think I was just in a place where I was starting to dabble in different modalities of like, you know, I'd always loved astrology. I was starting to see psychics. Um, I had had a lot of mediums tell me that I had the psychic ability and, um, that it was kind of one of my gifts that I was given and I'm closed off to it and all these things that I really didn't understand, but I kept being pulled to these like healing modalities, not so much therapy, but just different types of healing. Um, and at that point I just kind of listened to it. Um, her name was Katie something. I don't know. She was in Europe. She was in um, England. And I can't even remember how I found her, to be honest with you. Most of the at that point in time, most of the people that I found were through Goop, which is Gwyneth Paltrow's company. 
um, because she had a lot of like alternative holistic um, experts that she kind of offered. And I think I found her through one of her articles. Um, and I can't remember her name. I think her name was like Katie Light or something like that's what she went by. Um, super, super, super sweet lady. And it was my first session and, um, it was over zoom, which was really, really interesting. Oh, and around this time I was getting into Reiki too, which, um, I had done a session over zoom and I don't know, Reiki didn't do a whole lot for me to be honest with you. But so I did the breath work and, um, I really like, I went into this, um, meditative state at that point in life, I wasn't really meditating. I had meditated before, but I absolutely was not doing it, doing it regularly. I didn't even know if I was doing it quote unquote, right. <laughs> like, so to have this breath work session for, you know, I think it was 60 minutes and to get into a meditative state through your breathing. Um, she had kind of given me a heads up of certain things that could happen. Um, that you can kind of feel cold or you're, you can get like tingly and numb. And so that definitely happened in that first breath work. And then um, I started to have sort of visions um, and which makes sense now, like fast forwarding to where I am now in my life. But I had my grandmother kind of came to me and was just like, you know, you're on the right path these aren't scary things to do. Like all this is okay. You know, don't question yourself. Like that's kind of the energy and the message that I got from her. Um, and so that was really beautiful. And I remember just like crying and I just had a really big release in that session. Um, and so when I came out of it, you kind of debrief. And I remember talking to her about that. And I was like, you know, is that like, did I just like make all that up in my mind? Like, and she's like, no, you know, I'm sure that that was, you know, if you believe in that, that's, you know, you can either believe it's your mind or that you it really was your grandmother's energy coming to send you a message. And so I chose to believe, you know, that it was my grandmother and she directly sent me that message. So um, from that point on, I never really felt the need to do the breath work again. Um, I did, I did start to meditate a little bit more at that time. But again, nothing like concrete. Um but at that point in life, I didn't feel like the breath work was, uh, I don't know. I didn't feel like it was really what was going to do the trick. I just felt like it was a modality. It was like, oh, it's nice to do. Like it definitely calmed you down, you know, and centers you. But at like 27, I was just kind of like, oh, that's nice. But like, I'm not going to pay to do that again. Um, so now fast forward and I was just on Instagram and just like you guys know, I love astrology, the Astro Twins. Um, if you don't know who they are, they're like, they're the, one of the biggest accounts, websites, astrologers that I know of in the United States. Um, and they really like started out the game on social media. And I've known them and I've used their their astrology and their horoscopes since like before even Instagram was a thing and they just had a website. So that's how long they go back. But anyways, I was on Instagram and they had posted a um, made a post about this woman named Sand Symes. Her name is Sand. Like, how sick is that? Like, I want my name to be Sand. Um, but basically that she's, you know, a breathwork, a healer and a, um, a modern day medicine woman is what she, you know, describes herself as. And 
basically she her niche is kind of ancestral breath work which I had never heard of I was like whoa that's kind of cool like and it was a free session it was offered free so I was like yeah sure I'm off that day whatever I'll do it so I signed up to do it and um it turned out to just be amazing and I signed up immediately at the end because you got like a 50% discount for the rest of the year so um it was about a 90 minute session. It might have gone longer because at the end she debriefs with everyone. And there was probably about, I would say about 60 people on the Zoom call. So a lot of energy. Um, and it was just really beautiful because she, we had like um, Ophi Adut. She's one of the um, Astro twins. She was there and she gave us um, the astrological background for um, the new moon that we were experiencing. And you know, going into the Chinese New Year, she explained and gave more information about that. So that was really cool. And I never like, she's kind of like a celebrity to me. I'm like, Oh, my God, she's really on the zoom call. Like, this is so cool. <laughs> um, so anyway, she gave her astrology stuff first. And then we went into the breath work. Um, and sand, she really did like a r amazing job. She did like an opening prayer over the group and just you know, put really positive energy and ask that, you know, any ancestors that come forth, it's just only in the spirit of love and light and to leave any darkness behind because, you know, it is true that I do believe where there's light, there's dark as well. And I just think that that's a natural part of our universe. And so, you know, when you start to open yourself up to these things, it is really important to protect yourself as well. And I definitely do that. I do um, kind of like an aura cleansing and a prayer protection before I even go into anything like that, because I know it's just going to be a lot of energy from other people. So um, I had done my own prayer, then she did a prayer and just explained more about the breath work and said things very similarly to what the um, other woman had told me that you can start to feel really cold, you can get really numb. She added in that your hands can get really stiff, almost like crab claw. And I'm glad she said that because that definitely happened to me. And I was like, Oh, my God. <laughs> what's happening and you know the anatomy of it all has a lot to do with you know the carbon dioxide and the oxygen the exchange happening so quickly and all that kind of stuff I'm not an expert like I said so um she would be the one to ask about all that um but anyway so in the middle you know it was these laid to these beautiful musical tracks which um I didn't experience in the first one so the first one was just kind of really quiet and it was just me and her and she was kind of guiding me through and then this woman she had musical tracks that had like a tempo and then you kind of breathed in and out to the tempo of the music. So the first couple of tracks I was really trying to get into, I was really in my mind about making sure my breathing technique was okay and trying to keep up with the tempo. Uh, but apparently, I mean, I was doing it correctly because I was like, I got really cold, my um, hands and feet and like my whole body kind of went tingly and, and kind of numb. And then my hands got really stiff, like my arms, my forearms. And right around the time that that happened, she had a track in there where she just wanted you to release. Like you just breathe normal. You shook out your arms and your legs and your hands. You just kind of shook everything out. I did it in my bed, like laying down. So I just kind of like shook everything out. And that just really, you know, and she also like encouraged, she's like, you know, if you're feeling that way, like it's totally normal. It's okay. You know, anything that comes up is okay, just let it come up. Because of course, y'all know, as soon as the first musical note started in the first minute, I started crying. I have no idea where that came from. I was like, in a great mood, whatever. But these things are so subconscious sometimes. And 
I don't know, it just hits you. And so the beauty of it is the point is to just let it hit you and then let it flow right away, you know, let it come in and come out. So I just started crying and just let it happen. Um, And then after the shaking part, like where you shake it out, you go back into the breathing. um, And she just had these really beautiful musical tracks, which I think were just so moving for me. I don't know. Um, And then at one point, she asked you to kind of call in um, any guidance from your ancestors or from your spirit guides, you know, whatever you believe in God. Um, She you know, reminded you to kind of ask for their guidance and to just be quiet and still and quiet your mind and, you know, see what happens. And I just had this kind of beautiful experience where, um, well, I don't know if I want to share it, to be honest with you. It's so personal. Actually, I changed my mind. I don't think I want to share it, but it was a really, really, really beautiful experience. And I was so honored and, the vision that I had just really cemented a lot of things for me. And um, it was kind of, it was led by like indigenous people. And so I don't know, I just felt this really big sense of honor. And I felt just really happy that I did this breath work. And I felt like it was really necessary in the messages that I got. Um, were just kind of divinely timed and what I needed to hear. So, um, of course, I cried during that. And um, at the end, you know, you kind of calm down, you bring yourself back out, you get warm again, it almost feels like you went into like, I almost felt like I went to an ice bath. And then I kind of came out and you just feel like the blood recirculating in your body. And you just feel like really, 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 really zen. Just very calm, very light, almost like you did a workout or something. It just it feels so good. And you just released everything that maybe you didn't even know you needed to release, but you let it out. Um, And then at the end, we did a um, kind of like a discussion, whoever wanted to share was um, able to share their experience. And one woman stuck out to me, she was so her, you know, when you meet people and their energy is just so high. And they're just this beautiful spirit, like you can just feel their energy. And so this woman came on and she's got like a buzz cut and, you know, she was beautiful and um, just kind of like kind of seemed like kind of quiet and like maybe a little meek. And then she started to speak and she was so strong and so elegant. And then she told a little bit about her story and how she's battling ovarian cancer. And oh, it makes me a little emotional now. But she. Oh, let me get it together on the podcast. (laughs) but she basically you know shared her vision and what came to her embracing death and that if you know it is her time to go that she's okay with it um but making it very clear that she had a lot of fight left in her that she wanted to live she loves her life um Wow, you guys, I didn't expect all this emotion, but she was really, really, really beautiful. And she shared with us a lot of um, her paintings that she would do. So she's been doing this breathwork course for a while. And it's two a month. It's with the new moon and the full moon. And she did paintings, like these beautiful paintings of like her visions and what she would see in these breathwork meditations. And she was just such a light. And she was a doctor herself. Um, 
And so she truly believes in the mixture of, you know, the Western medicine and also, you know, Eastern as well as, you know, holistic mind, body, spirit um, work. So and her sharing her journey, it's just like, she's like, I'm doing what I can, you know, I'm on chemo, but these are the things that really keep my spirit alive. And so I don't know, she just had a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful spirit. And it just reminded me that we're so much more than just our physical being. You know, we are spiritual beings. And so I just, it's really important that we take care of that side of ourselves and not hide from it and not act like it's not there. Because you're truly missing out on such a magical piece of this human experience. And so um, breathwork kind of reminded me of that and having that experience and hearing her story and just seeing her, her light. It just it truly, truly, truly moved me and just reminded me how grateful I am. And, you know, to just continue on my own journey, because life is so short. And I don't know when the time is going to be up. And I also think her sharing that kind of triggered in me a little bit of you know, when I was told that I had melanoma and I didn't know what that meant and I didn't know what that looked like. And it was really scary for a hot second. Um, and so, and but even at that age, even at, you know, I think I was 28. I just was really, I was scared, but I was also just like, you know, if this is the way I go out, like, because maybe the melanoma spread all over my body. I have no idea. You know, like that's what you're thinking in the very beginning stages. Like when you get the phone call that, hey, you have cancer. You're like, huh? It's super scary. And, you know, I think that, I think hearing her story just kind of connected me back to the energy that I had too, because I did really feel like I'm going to do everything that I can. Absolutely. You know, I'm going to, you know, I went and had surgery and I would have had chemo and radiation if I needed it. Like I would have just done what I needed to do. But at the same time, I'm very okay with if this is the end of the road, it's the end of the road. And I think that there's, I don't think that we die. I think our spirit and our energy just live somewhere else in the world, in the universe. And so that almost seems like a fun journey for me too. So I just, it was nice to relate to her. I don't know. This probably seems so wild to you guys, but for her to say that, I was just like, oh, I get it. Like, I get what you mean. Like, you're, you're going to fight. You're going to be here. And like, your spirit is so light and it's so beautiful, but it doesn't mean that that goes away or that ends or that death has to be scary. It's just like, it's just another chapter, I think, in our journey. So, um, yeah, anyways, it just was a really profound experience, you guys. So I would highly recommend it. So I will put the information in the description box, I'll put Helena Woods and I will put um, Sand Symes, the breathwork um, teacher. Um, I highly, highly, highly recommend it. I loved it so much. I mean, I'm doing it. I have another one tomorrow. So like I said, it's right around the time of the new moon and the full moon each month. So just a really beautiful experience. And um, I'm looking forward to it. So that's about it for this episode, you guys. As always, if you have questions, you know, you can reach out. I'm always here. Um, and I hope you guys have a beautiful week. So chat soon. Bye.